Welcome back. You've always suspected there was more to the world than you were told, haven't you? And that's why you're here. These are the leaked files of the Department of Unexplained Minor Phenomena, collected by us and released to you, so together we can discover the truth of what is being hidden from us by this secretive government body. In this recording, we hear the testimony of a true British patriot, concerned for his community, dismissed by the DUMP. What don't they want you to know? What mysteries are being kept from you? Prepare to find- Oh, Charlie, no, 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 don't touch that. No, 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 leave that alone, Charlie. Hello, Archives. This is Agent Milner. Department of Unexplained and Minor Phenomena. Field recordings, case file 6769. Another return to the dump. I'm in the wilds of Kent today, or rather the suburbs of Kent. Um, I'm going to be speaking to a Mark Davison. Uh about something that is actually a referral from MI5, believe it or not. Weird, right? Uh, Yeah, I don't get it either. We never get referrals from other government departments, but uh, other than maybe the police. But, uh, yeah, here we are. I'll uh, I'll be getting the interview done and then uh, figure out what they wanted (laughs) and probably hand you over a load of classified documents that will never see the light of day. Uh, and uh, explain what's actually going on in a bit. And I'll speak to you then. See you. Look, I don't believe in magic or nothing, but I know what I saw and I know it was evil. No, no, I understand. I totally get it. We, we, I'm just recording, so we have something on file. So just, in your own words, tell us what happened. So, there's this old house at the end of the road, right? And it's been abandoned for years. And suddenly, it gets done up and somebody's moved in. Now, nobody saw him move in or spoke to who it was. But there's this car on a drive and the lights are on at night. So there had to be someone in there. Well, no one really thought anything of it at first. It's just like a new neighbour. But that's when it started to get weird. It was the kids who noticed it first out the back window, looking onto the playing field. There's this group of them and they're always together and they're always acting sus. They're always in these black robes and they're always heading towards that old house. Now, I'm not going to jump to conclusions. I used to get stopped by the old Bill all the time when I was a teenager. So I'm not going to grasp on them or nothing. That's when the trouble started. So, a few of the local cats, right, all go missing at the same time. One or two cats is a coincidence, but anything more than that, and that's a bit suspicious, you know what I mean? And then one evening, it's pouring with rain, a real dark and horrible night, and the kids see this group of people in the park all stood in a circle. And the kids couldn't see what was happening in the middle of it, right, but something or someone was writhing around in the centre. They get scared, naturally, and they call me, but by the time I get there, I could only see a little posse walking off the playing field. But the kids pointed to a spot in the grass that's all toughed up to mud, right, where they'd all been standing. Well, not long after that, I finally meet the guy who was living in the old house at the local chippy. He's this tall, swarthy fella, right? You know, big beard. I introduce myself, and he's all very polite and everything, but I notice he's very chummy with the owner. Looked like he got his dinner for free, if you know what I mean. So I start asking around in the other places and everyone seems to know him. Everyone but the people who live on his street, my street. Not only that, he seems to rule the roost, you know, going around, giving it the big in with everyone and he gets free stuff from certain shops. It's like they're all under his spell or something. Anyway, these figures in black robes keep coming to the house and if you walk past some nights, just really quietly you hear this, it's this sort of chanting. Well, after all that, the old street's on edge, you can imagine, right? 
And then Jim's daughter Stacy, she starts going out with this boy. I mean, that's normal though, right? Teenagers just getting off with each other or whatever. But then it turns out he's one of them that goes to that house and he starts inviting her along. Jim asks them what they're like and she says they're all lovely, but she does say they've got some weird stuff on the walls. And there's this locked door that doesn't look like it leads to anywhere in the house. I mean, they were very careful to tell her not to go anywhere near it. Look, now come on, anyone would be suspicious after all that, right? So me and Jim and a few others decided to invite ourselves round one night and ask them what's going on. And that's when we saw it, what was really happening. So we get to the front door, right, and there's this chanting and singing, but all the lights are out. So we knock on the door and there's no answer. Then we hear this scream. It was Stacy. You can guess how Jim went, he went absolutely bonkers. He just knocks the door down and barges in. And there they were, all black robes and that, Stacy in the centre, surrounded by candles. It was a sacrifice. They were going to offer Stacy's soul up to some demon they worshipped. It was the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm right there, happening next door to you. Yes, ha-ha spooks. Bloody MI5. Yeah, it was a Muslim prayer group reported under the Terrorism Act. Yeah, just the usual rubbish. I mean, I'll explain it. Not that it needs explaining, but I will explain the reports. Um, So the local mosque was vandalised and the imam was injured, so they had to hire in a replacement who moved into the old abandoned house. So he moved in and, funnily enough, being a local community leader, knew lots of the uh, business owners in the area. Funny that. Um, He also started a local football team with some of the local lads um, because, you know, that's what community leaders do. And they played, funnily enough, at the sports ground just behind the Davison house, which is, again, what people do with sports grounds. So, yeah... That kind of explains most of it. I mean, the, the fight that happened was a tussle because of a bad offside rule, which kind of explains the, uh, the churning of the mud during that storm. Not particularly hard to decipher there. Um, beyond that, oh yeah, the mystery cupboard in the house is just their junk cupboard. I had a look and it's just full of old bin bags, full of old clothes and hoovers and rubbish that funnily enough um, people don't want their guests seeing when they come round so no great mystery there as to the uh, ritual the demonic ritual that was indoctrinating uh, poor Stacy into devil worship or whatever it was they said uh, it was her birthday yeah her dad either didn't know or didn't report that to the police and uh, yeah conclusions were jumped to But, yeah, they just were celebrating her birthday with candles, you know, like most people do. And there was a cake and all sorts, and they were singing happy birthday. No demonic ritual going on there. Uh, But, obviously, that's what was reported, which is why I went to MI5, which is why I got reported under the Terrorism Act, and blah, 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 blah. So, uh, generally, just a bit weird. Oh, and the thing about the cats and dogs, I mean... How old-fashioned do you have to be? That's just... I heard that when I was a kid. It's just one of those racist myths about boiling cats in soup or something. But, uh, yeah, missing pets have been going missing throughout the pandemic because they're being resold, because apparently it's a very lucrative business. I don't think that's anything to do with new people moving in. I think that's just a new business model for various criminals. But, yeah, hardly a mystery. As expected, 
So, thanks MI5 lads, very funny. Please don't have these people locked away in some storage container in the middle of nowhere for the rest of their lives. Someone literally just celebrating a birthday. <sighs> I love this job. Speak to you soon, Dan. And there you have it. Proof of an arcane cult with satanic rituals and possible animal and human sacrifice used to summon demons suppressed by an elusive government department. When the rights of an occult group are defended over the testimony of a British citizen, where do you think this will end? Could there be ties to the royal family? I'm just asking questions. What we do know is that these recordings have so far barely scratched the surface of the real mysteries at work here. So be sure to subscribe and there's more next week. And if you could leave a review, that, that helps us because we're really trying to get the word out. That's, that's well hard these days because social media and that. But remember, they don't trust you. So never trust them. But, but do trust us. Until next time, traveler.